Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. It's just me today, folks. Tori is at a women's conference getting filled up, so I'm going to pick it up. We're picking up with a new devotional in the Bible app titled, If God is for us, celebrating the power of God's grace. There's a link to that in the description of the podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, and I'm also going to read the Devo. <laughs> the scripture is Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 8, and it says this, When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now, most people will not be willing to die for an upright person, though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. The devotional is titled, No Greater Message, and it says this. The scriptures describe Jesus as a man who was despised and rejected by people, a man of sorrows who was despised and not esteemed, according to Isaiah 53, verse 3. He was not considered a hero by the world's definition or standards. He was nothing and treated as nothing to the world he chose to enter and the majority of the people he encountered. And yet Jesus died for them. Jesus went to the cross for people who are and were opposed to him. He died for people who were not seeking him and people who accepted him, but then went on to live their lives as if he didn't matter. For all of these, and for you and me, Jesus chose to suffer and die. Isaiah 53 verses 4 through 6 says, He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. This is the ultimate display of God's love for us. While we were still content in our sin, Jesus died to rescue us from it. There is a number of reasons why I would die for my kids. There is absolutely no reason why Jesus should have died for you and me except for his great love and mercy. There is nothing that we contribute to the initial relationship with our Savior except our sin. And that may sound kind of doom and gloom, and we may be wondering, how can this possibly be good news? It's good news because it tells us that we don't have to clean ourselves up in order to be acceptable to Jesus. He accepts us on his own terms, terms that included death and resurrection, and then he invites each of us to come to him and submit our lives to him. He didn't come for the righteous, he came for the sinners. That's you and me, and this is God's great love to us. And this is just so powerful. I'm going to try to keep this one short and sweet. And I love this metaphor that it just imagine you had, I don't know, $100 million in the bank account right now, okay? I know it's a weird analogy, but stick with me. Imagine you had $100 million in your bank account and someone bumped into your car or scratched your car. Are you going to be worried? Probably not. Imagine someone accidentally broke your mailbox or someone stepped on your new shoes or whatever. You're probably not going to be worried because why? Because you can buy a new car, new shoes, a new window, a new mailbox, whatever it is you can do, you can fix it. And knowing that changes the way we live our life and the way we interact with the stuff that happens to us. Now, let me tell you something even greater than having $100 million in your bank account you have the blood of Christ on you. You, ha you are accepted by Jesus Christ, 
the Son of Man who came down and died for our sins so that we may have eternal life in him. And how special is that? Knowing that we have that quote-unquote house money changes the way we act in every other aspect of our life. And if we're not allowing that to change our aspect, then maybe we need to be reminded more frequently of what Jesus actually did for us because it should bring us to our knees and all and just saying, wow, I can't believe you've done this. And now as I walk through life and that feeling of loneliness creeps in, that feeling of rejection creeps in, that feeling of fear of the future creeps in, that pain or that mental issue, whatever it may be, as those things creep in, we don't have to respond from a place of desperation because we are infinitely rich because of the mercy and the riches of God. And that's something that we should delight in. I'm going to pray this on out. Lord, thank you for your death on the cross. Lord, thank you for the forgiveness of sins. Thank you that you love us and you deem us acceptable because of what you did, God. We don't have to clean ourselves up, God. You clean us up. God, we just ask that you'll use your Holy Spirit to work inside of us to help us have a heart bigger for you, to desire more of you, and to change our perspective to live like the living God died for us, Lord. In your sons, let me pray. Amen. Amen, God. Well, amen, y'all. Now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into God. Don't forget that you are God's masterpiece, and don't forget that we love you. Tschüssi!